friends, and welcome back to the John Cast. My name is John Jorgensen. Today is a bit of a different episode. We are uh, we've been in this series, technology theology, where we're looking at. Uh, our relationship to digital technology, specifically in the social media spaces, and how we as followers of Jesus can interact and leverage and live within those technologies, perhaps in a more wise and intentional way. And it's very appropriate that kind of right on the, the heels of this series that Netflix released a documentary that is shaken some people up. Uh, The Social Dilemma is a Netflix-produced documentary uh, talking about the ethics and the morality behind many of these major social platforms uh, in Silicon Valley, like Instagram, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Twitter, etc. And I first became aware of the documentary, I think it just like popped up on Uh, Netflix, as Aaron and I were scrolling through one night, and then I started seeing people post about it on social media. I saw several friends of mine being like, I watched this documentary. I am now deleting all my social media. Um, I had a conversation with my brother-in-law last week about it. He's like, I watched it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you should watch it, though, because you really like social media and the internet, which kind of made me laugh. Um, And then... Last night, I finally was able to sit down and watch it, and I had some thoughts that I wanted to share uh, on some kind of platform and share with folks, Um, and I thought that perhaps this would be the platform to do it, since we already for the last month have been discussing and working and diving into this idea of technology and specifically how our relationship with technology uh, affects and integrates with our faith and our discipleship to Jesus. And and so I just want to share a few things, um, general thoughts that came to mind as I was watching the documentary uh, and perhaps also share uh, some next steps after watching something like that, because it's really easy to watch. I know I I love watching documentaries and it's super easy to watch them and feel super convicted. And all of a sudden you're very passionate and it, it gets your brain going and your heart is pounding. And then we don't really do anything or it just kind of wears off and it doesn't really make a meaningful difference in our lives. And so I want to provide what I think would be some great next steps, um, in this sort of education uh, surrounding our relationship to digital technologies, specifically social technologies. So um, let's let's start with kind of the, the positives of uh, the social dilemma. I'm not really going to um, critique it necessarily as a film or as a documentary, uh, the style or kind of the way that they chose to tell this quote story. Um, That's not really the point of this. This is more talking about the content of the documentary itself. And so let's start with the positives. Um, I think that on the whole, this documentary is a good and important introduction for folks who were kind of completely unaware or unintentional with technology. If you kind of were someone who just, you know, in 2008, you know, got on Facebook and then in 2012 just kind of got on Instagram and got on, you know, 2010 got on Twitter and as, as everything new popped up, you just kind of got on it and 
you don't really think about your social media practices at all. You don't really think about the implications it has on your life. Like, and, and I think that's a lot of people. We, we talked about it in the technology theology series. I, I think the majority of folks, especially people of faith, just are totally unintentional with our technology. We go through an entire day, entire week, entire month, and we don't even think about how much time we're spending online or what we're really viewing online or who we're really listening to. Um, We just kind of ride the wave. And I think that uh, this, for those folks who were just totally unaware and unintentional with it, I think this was, this documentary was a really good wake up call and a really good education that if you are unintentional, these platforms are not unintentional. These businesses are, uh, they have, uh, there is someone pushing the wave. It's not just naturally taking you where you want to go. It's not just naturally taking you in no direction, but there is an agenda if you don't have an agenda, especially. Um, and so I thought that was, that was great. And obviously for me personally, and I hope for any of you who have been following this series and then watch the documentary for a decent part of it, I didn't feel like I was really learning anything new or if I was learning something new, I was learning specifics about how they uh, use user data. I was learning specifics, but I wasn't necessarily shocked by anything that I heard. You know, the the idea that Facebook and Instagram ha- are vying for your attention, that they are monitoring every post that you like and how long you look at a post, that, you know, the Google search engine thing, that if, uh, if I type in climate change, depending on where I'm at in the world and what my search history is, they're going to feed me back different uh, results. That, that was not really a surprise to me. I wasn't shocked by any of that. But again, there's a lot of people who were. And so I think waking up to that reality is a huge part in sort of the education process. And I think all of this to say, I think the film did a really good job of introducing that dilemma or that struggle. Um, now I'll switch to what I, I don't think the film did a very good job of or uh, where perhaps the film stopped short. I don't know about you, but I left the 94 minutes of that documentary feeling very hopeless and defeated, um, as though there was absolutely nothing that I as a person could possibly ever do to uh, minimize or to work against the, uh, the agenda that these companies and these, these platforms have other than just deleting everything and never going online again, which I texted a friend after I watched it, like the hypocrisy of Netflix, which is about 0.5 steps away from being a platform just like, you know, YouTube and Facebook, the hypocrisy of them producing this documentary about these big evil tech companies and conveniently leaving out any conversation around streaming services and what streaming services are doing to our psyche and to our culture. Like that hypocrisy was, it was not lost on me. Um, 
But it really felt like the only solution anyone in this documentary had was, well, just delete everything and fight against the tech companies and make sure that they are acting more ethically and morally, which I do want to say, I think that's important. I think the, the you know, Center for Humane Technology or that, that humane technology movement, I think that's incredible. I think that's awesome. I think we should be holding people accountable um, and especially businesses accountable for um, what their practices are, are doing to their customers and to us as a society. Yes, 100%. However, I would urge anyone who watched that film to not give in to that hopelessness. Um, to not think that, you know, we by our own, this was brought up in the film, to not think that just like we by our own willpower can, you know, fight against a billion dollar company. No, not necessarily. But there are steps that we can take. There, there are uh, rhythms that we can build into our lives and, and, and intentions that we can set that will help us to engage in these platforms in a healthier and even in a, a God-honoring way. And that part of that is what we've been talking about in this series. You know, I, I think part of the, the issue that I had with the documentary is it put all of the blame and therefore all of the impetus for a solution on the tech companies. And we are just totally helpless and hopeless to just kind of wait for them to figure it out rather than getting intentional ourselves with, with how can in the current landscape of it, how can I, for me personally, individually, engage in these platforms in a healthy way and disengage in these platforms in a healthy way? Um, and so what I want to say is like, yes, the tech companies, I think they have a responsibility, but also so do we. I think we have a responsibility to educate ourselves through watching things like The Social Dilemma, but also through putting in some of the practices that we've been talking about in this series, you know, uh, checking our screen time, you know, I've been practicing a digital Sabbath this year where on Saturdays I turn off my phone for the entire day. I lock it away in a drawer, um, you know, doing things like I've turned off all my notifications on my phone, doing things like um, cleaning house and who we're following. I, I just think there, we are not hopeless in this fight. You know, we, we can take steps. And so a, a few things that, that I would um, recommend that, that we've already been talking about in this series, number one, just take steps to be more intentional with our digital time. Don't be, don't just ride the wave anymore, you know, but, but paddle out and choose your waves. Uh, you know, I'm not a surfer, so pardon me, this metaphor is totally lost on me, but like paddle out and choose your waves wisely don't just kind of go with the current because as we know, the current has an agenda. Um, and so, yeah, th I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing, the, the second half of the, of the documentary really dove into kind of how these platforms are contributing to so much of the polarization that we're seeing specifically all, all around the world um, politically. And so then w what I would say is perhaps another next step is we need to be intentional about seeking out diverse and wise voices. We can't just listen to the people who we agree with. We can't just listen to whoever pops up 
on our feed, or we can't just watch all the recommended YouTube videos that pop on the side because as we learned from that documentary, they're just spewing out more and more and more of what we, quote, want to hear or what is going to push us more and more to one side or the other. And so we need to get intentional about actively seeking out viewpoints from wise voices. I want to make that clear. Wise voices, smart voices, intelligent voices, expert voices, but that we also maybe disagree with or don't see eye to eye with. You know, for me, I have plenty of, uh, especially right now with the election happening, I have plenty of, you know, political or more politically based podcasts that uh, are kind of in my stream and that I'll listen to from time to time. And I make sure to have podcasts on both sides of the argument you know, more conservative-leaning podcasts and more liberal-leaning podcasts, all of which are coming from voices that I think are wise and intelligent, um, you know, trying to avoid the, this more extremists, and there's plenty of extremist content out there, but really trying to find things on both sides of the aisle, not to keep me in the center necessarily, but just to make sure I'm not getting pushed towards the extremes that we learned is kind of the agenda for many of not the platforms, but the people who are paying these platforms in many ways. And so, so for me, like, I think that that was a thing that I just wanted to kind of shout from the rooftops after watching it was like, you are not helpless in this fight. There are things that you can do as, as a person and as a disciple of Jesus to, find a more healthy way of engaging in these platforms and even to begin to use these platforms as a, a tool for good in the world. I think that is possible still. Um, and so then the last kind of thing that I'll say is uh, I want the education to continue for folks. I think it's great, again, I think it's great when we watch documentaries and we feel like we've been educated a little bit and we're fired up about it, but but. I've just watched too many documentaries where that happened to me and then it stopped and there was really no meaningful change in my life. And so I want to encourage some next steps. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to our technology theology series yet, I highly recommend that you do that. Um, if the social dilemma leaned really far into kind of blaming or putting all the impetus on the tech companies to make a change, Technology theology is on the other side where it puts a lot of the impetus on us to uh, take responsibility and to do our work that needs to be done as well. And so I highly recommend you check out those three uh, teachings and then two books that I will recommend that have been game changing for me this year in my relationship to relationship to technology. One is Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. It's fantastic. Um, really talks about getting really intentional and um, even like monkish um, or religious in um, or militaristic in our uh, relationship to technology. And so it's a great book. And then the other one is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, a pastor from Bridgetown Church in Portland. Um, it's a fantastic book all around just about the, the epidemic of hurry in our culture. But there's a large section of it that talks about um, how technology and our relationships to our devices uh, help to exacerbate and kind of um, 
push us farther and farther into that hurry pandemic. Um, and so, yeah, I would highly recommend Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport and The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. Those are my thoughts on The Social Dilemma. Uh, if you want to reach out to me on Instagram, you can follow me at John Jorgensen. I would love to hear some of your thoughts on the film. If you watched it, you know, what what is going through your mind? What changes are you planning to make in your life based off of it? Again, I, I think it's an important conversation. That's why I did a three-week series on it on my channel. Um, it's an important conversation for us as human beings and as followers of Jesus. And so thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. Uh, leave a five-star review. Uh, that is super helpful. Helps more people to find the podcast and I would just really love you for it personally that is all I have for you this week remember Monday a new episode is going to be coming out we're starting a brand new series here on the Johncast so don't miss that one and that's all I have I love you all keep being awesome awesome